Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Nigel, Jerry Lopez, filling in for Hammer. We'll go to the hotline and bring on Guy Relford's 2A attorney and licensed firearms instructor, host of the Gun Guy Show here Saturdays right here on 93 WIBC. Guy, uh, you sent me an email right before uh, you came on with sort of a, <laughs> a disturbing headline. And you wrote, if you don't mind me saying, you wrote, by the way, this is a big deal. Um, the headline says... Let's see. Personal information of thousands of Indiana gun owners at risk for public disclosure. What in the world am I looking at here? Yeah, and let's get into that. But I've got to tell you, I got first. I got to thank my sponsor for Monday. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, quite all right. Premier Arms in Brownsburg, the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest. And PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. So, uh, hey, yeah, we gotta we gotta pay the bills, but um, uh, that's a great question that you asked, Nigel. Let me because- let me re- let me repeat the the headline: Personal yeah. information to thousands of Indiana gun owners at risk for public disclosure. What does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's what's going on. There is a a lawsuit that has been pending. Get this: I believe it's 24 years. This one lawsuit has been pending, and it's uh, the city of Gary versus Glock and then a whole bunch of other manufacturers. And it's the city of Gary basically trying to say that the manufacturers of firearms and retailers of firearms are responsible for the, the gun violence in Gary. And a lot of cities around the country started bringing these kinds of lawsuits, going after the gun industry, trying to blame someone else uh, for all the rampant crime that we see in so many uh, of our large American cities. And that's why we had federal legislation that was passed. We have the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act that was passed at the federal level that says, look, if you lawfully sell a gun, and uh, or a manufacturer and sell a gun and someone uses that in a criminal act then the manufacturer or the seller can't be held liable for that and in indiana we we passed a, a state version of the same thing and and it protects gun manufacturers and gun sellers and and and, and so there's been all these different trips to the court of appeals and there have been multiple attempts to to have the, the lawsuit dismissed as as it should have been but the court so far has refused to throw it out, and so it's still um, it's still pending. And here, just recently, as a, another uh, attempt to, I think, attack not only the gun industry but gun owners, the plaintiffs in that lawsuit, the lawyers for the city of Gary, asked um, several large gun retailers to turn over all of their purchase information, including the forms that gun owners fill out when they go into a gun store to to give all their identifying information and, you know, who they are so that they can have a background check performed on them. 
the, 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 the plaintiffs asked for all that information from several of these really large gun retailers in Indiana. Now, these are mostly in northwest Indiana, but at the same time, we're talking about thousands and thousands of gun owners who listed all their identifying information and, and, and whatnot uh, on these forms so they could pass a background check. And the, the, the court has ordered these all to be disclosed. Wow. So, so some sort of like some like like illegal end around for the ATF for like like an illegal gun registry. Is that what I'm thinking? Well, I mean, that's a concern, because if these all somehow become public, um, then suddenly, you know, now we can start talking about a registry of gun owners. If somebody wants to enter all these into a database, not unlike, you know, other parts of the country um, where uh, they've gone in and, and whether media outlets or others have asked for the, the total list of everybody who has a license to carry in a given state. We saw this. Um, in uh, in in New York State, and there was a lot of litigation over that. And these were all disclosed, and a, a local newspaper actually printed a map of of the location of everybody who had a license to carry uh, in the state of New York. Uh, and and so it, you know, all of a sudden, it was like a, a roadmap to to criminals who want to come break in your home and steal your guns, or, or to, to 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 advocates who want to come harass you because you're exercising your Second Amendment rights. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to wave my hands in the air and, and be an alarmist, but when you start talking about disclosing the personal information of thousands and thousands of Indiana gun owners, that's something that definitely bears some discussion. Now, I know the government isn't filled with the smartest people, but they have got to know that criminals are not filling out forms, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Because by definition, these are people who went in and filled out these forms, passed the background check, and bought a gun. So they passed the background check uh, as uh, as part of this whole process. So, um, yeah, no, they're, they're targeting the wrong people here, no question. Monday Gun Day here with Guy Relford on the Hammer and Nigel show. Let's take it down here to Central Indy. Um, where the, it looks like there's more gun control coming to the Indiana General Assembly. Um, I'm, I'm looking at this uh, this this uh, press release you sent me here, guys. Some of this actually, and, and you told me this too. Some some of this stuff actually makes sense. Some of it doesn't. Can you break it down for me? What what exactly were we looking at here? Well, the, uh, there's, there's a press release that just came out today. In fact, I I uh, talked to Fox 59 about this. Uh, that, that'll be broadcast later, um, but but there's some discussion of, of some new uh, proposals in the Indiana General Assembly that are targeted at I think, and this is kind of refreshing to talk about a couple of areas where where we, we should be uh, directing resources, and one is trying to identify at-risk people who uh who, who for instance uh might might be contemplating suicide or whatnot and and looking at getting them the appropriate resources they need uh and and and, and to get them some help and uh and another is assisting law enforcement in terms of making sure that we're getting dangerous criminals arrested and prosecuted and 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 keeping them in jail longer term and uh and, and and that's all totally appropriate. The one thing that caught my attention, and 
and and it causes me some concern is even in the area of you know identifying people who may be at risk for suicide. Uh, there was some discussion there then of of saying, well, now we got to really be focused on red flag laws, um, so as to you know take guns away from people that we need to take guns away from. And, and listen, until we see the, the actual bills introduced, um, then then we're talking hypothetically to some degree, but. But I always get concerned about that because now we're talking about taking Second Amendment rights, constitutional rights away from people that have not been convicted of any crime. And and, and, and that always, in my mind, is, is problematic, especially when there aren't requisite degrees of due process involved. So much more to, to talk about on this as we go forward. Um, but, but, but in the meantime, when we start talking about focusing on, on people that just may need some help, I'm totally okay with that. And when we start talking about prosecuting dangerous criminals, getting them locked up and keeping them in jail, hey, that's refreshing. And I like talking about that because most of the gun control proposals we see in the Indiana General Assembly brought in uh, habitually from Democrats are all just focused on taking uh, rights away from law-abiding citizens and not really focused on where they should be focused, which is on the criminals that are actually committing the crimes. Any, Any updates on trying to get the gun laws changed here in Marion County? I know they have rules against different cities and counties making up their own gun laws it's under you know the blanket of the state but that's what they're trying to do here in indy that's what uh, mayor hogsett ran on it's actually what his republican opponent <laughs> ran on too any update there well no we'll see the that bill you know that that there there was the bill proposed uh by it was senator uh Kaduri, i believe the name is and uh and uh, he says he's filing the bill. I'm sure he probably already has because that deadline has passed to actually get bills filed. And when the session starts here after January 1, we'll be able to actually see it. Um, and But there will be a lot more uh, to be said about that. But, but no, I mean, it, clearly they're going to try to, as Democrats are going to try to amend the Indiana Firearms Preemption Act to allow, allow local cities and towns, local uh, governments like the city of Indianapolis to do what Mayor Hoxett wants to do, which is pass completely unconstitutional gun control at the local level uh, so as to attack again. Here, this is a prime example of where we're attacking law-abiding citizens uh, and their gun rights and, and, and in order to pound your chest and say you're somehow being tough on gun crime. Uh, that That is completely misdirected, and we'll be able to have that discussion in the general assembly i'd be i'd be shocked if uh if that bill would ever get a hearing uh but we'll have a lot more to talk about after the session actually starts and we can actually see the bill um one more thing before i let you go this story at a waffle house in birmingham alabama um there was a customer at the waffle house shot and killed a dude who was threatening to shoot patrons in the restaurant. I, now, the, the Waffle House customer who shot the suspect fled the scene after the shooting. There's not many details about this. I'm not sure if the other guy that was threatening to shoot the patrons even had a gun, and the fact that this dude fled um, seems a little suspicious to me. I, I know we always talk about, you know, I'd rather be somewhere where somebody had a gun and where some crazy guy yeah. walks in, you know what I mean? Some crazy guy walks in, I'm praying somebody is carrying a gun and has a way to stop that guy. But this doesn't seem like what happened. Well, it's an interesting story. It's always tough to go by media reports. Sure. But, 
But it's an interesting story because, yeah, the guy's in a restaurant, and he apparently is threatening to shoot people, but never produces a gun. And gets into a conflict with, with one of the, the customers, and the customer's ends, customer ends up pulling a gun, shooting him, and then fleeing the scene. And, you know, the, the customer who did the shooting fled the scene. So um, never a, a positive thing that can always be used against you as an indication of guilt. Uh, where you flee the scene unless you can establish you really felt you needed to do so for your own safety for some reason. But but what's interesting here is you can always use force to defend yourself if you have that reasonable belief that it's necessary to, to prevent uh, unlawful harm to you or a third person. And you can use deadly force if you have that reasonable belief if you're preventing serious bodily injury to you or a third person or the commission of a forcible felony. So the question becomes... Did this person have a belief that they were saving yes. lives, including their own, by shooting this person who's uh, threatening uh, to shoot people, but didn't produce a gun? Yeah. Um, so that it all comes down to not only having a belief that you're defending yourself and, 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 and perhaps saving your life or someone else, but how reasonable was that belief under the circumstance when you didn't see a gun produced? And, you know, people say, well, wait, if some guy's threatening to shoot me, do I have to wait and see, you know, until there's a right. gun pointed at my face until I defend myself? And so, you, you know, and that's a completely legitimate question. And so that's where this comes down to. That's, that's why when I sent it to you, I said this is a really interesting yeah. case of self-defense because it's all based on what we call the totality of the circumstances. So what what did he say? What did he do? How was he dressed? Did you know? Did he? You can you know? Did he have a bulge? In, you know, in his coat pocket? Right. I mean, you know, all the things like that that start entering into the the discussion of how reasonable it was to believe you needed to shoot this guy under those circumstances. Where could people find you and find out more details? Ask you two A related questions, anything and everything in, in between. You know what I say? Chase me down on Twitter. It's at Guy Relford. Give me a follow while you're there. But it's just at Guy Relford on Twitter. And I believe you'll be filling in for me one day this week. Not for me, but for uh, Hammer. Uh, I believe Wednesday, I think, we've got a uh, live edition uh, of Gun Guy here in the studio. Wednesday afternoon. I yep. tried to... I tried to do beer sample Friday, but yeah. I guess you're not going to be around. <laughs> I'm not going to be around. So. Sorry, man. We could do. We could do. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do whiskey sample Wednesday. Now we're talking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, absolutely. I'll I'll be there and right. uh, have bells on. All right, guy. Have a good one, man. All right, you too, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.